Hello. Hey. <laughs> and here we meet again already under weird circumstances as per usual. We're in a car. <laughs> We're sitting in the parking lot of a coffee shop making a podcast. I have smoothies. This is how it's done, you guys. This I is think how you're it's in done. your pajamas. No offense. I'm not. I'm going to the gym after this. Okay, so and these my are your gym workout clothes. just actually looks like pajamas. So you're in your working out pajamas. <laughs> your exercising jams. Hey, it's stretchy, stretchy clothes. Yeah, and then and it's it- also a trench coat. <laughs> you're wearing pajamas and a trench coat. It's, can and- we just talk about the fact that it's supposed to be like warm and sunny, but it's pouring rain for the 500th time, and I put away all my winter clothes, and then... It's like still winter. It was so it was so wintry. I have to take a picture. I'm taking a picture for it. (laughs) I'm having a personal day. (laughs) That's the name of this podcast. This personal day. You took the day. Really, it's like it's raining. (laughs) It's Wednesday. It's only Wednesday. You know, it's been a long week. You're wearing your pink star earrings. You're really trying. You're you're wearing lipstick. You're trying. Fuck off. Yeah, it's I'm drinking a, a cappuccino day. while I suck on a hulse. <laughs> Ooh, tasty. <laughs> I am, I am, I have like 110 meetings today and I spilled smoothie all over myself. <laughs> so I was like, I like threw on a pair of heels <laughs> so that it looks like, yeah, she's a business lady. You're also wearing lipstick. I also put on lipstick, which I broke in half in the car, which is really maddening because it's like nice Sephora lipstick. I didn't buy it. Someone gave it to me, but still it's like fancy lipstick and you're like, oh, you can sometimes mash them. But it's done. But work. then it's yeah. So bad. What I'm saying is that my life is so hard. <laughs> I don't smoothie on myself in the minivan. <laughs> you know, really, the reason I took a personal day was because I got up and my house was such a mess. I was like, "There's no way I can leave and come back to this." Yeah. I like. I just can't do it. It's just I'm just too overwhelmed with the catastrophe of my physical space that I was like, "I'm done. I'm done. Nope, I'm sometimes... staying home." And then, uh, and then you left. <laughs> You immediately left. And I put on my and you were pajamas. You at a coffee shop. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. That's it's yeah. good because I was having the kind of morning where I was just like everything is falling apart for me this morning, and but just in li- just in little, little ways. ways, not in big ways, nothing bad, nothing, nothing, nothing catastrophic. But everything is kind of just like tink, 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 like yeah. falling like apart. Chinese water torture. Can we still say that, or is that racist? I don't know. I don't know. We'll either. ask. We'll ask. <laughs> except, except also asking is kind of racist now. I know because um, recently somebody was like, you know, it's it's kind of rude to like take up people of colors time with your dumb white girl questions i was like oh fuck that. okay well You're if there's right, a white person who knows if that's racist <laughs> hey white Man, girls explain that shit to me please yeah yeah we'll, we'll just go, you know and what? we'll look it up and we'll what we can use instead of can instead i can i tell you a mansplain thing yeah. that happened to me at this coffee shop yes. yesterday didn't happen to me but i was i witnessed witness me um so i was at this coffee shop and i was behind these two beautiful go- like very gorgeous put together um you know, obviously professional women, you know, pencil skirts and on the cell phones and everything. Just beautiful women. So like us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so basically smoothies, on, smoothie on their shirts, in their jams, trench coats for days. Just really sexy. Super profesh. Super professional mm. women. And I didn't comb my hair today. Uh, just a quick confession. I did. Yeah. Well, 
it looks really good. It looks very casually thrown together, but very sexy. So, but one of them was on her phone, and she's having like an obvious business call, and she's talking about investment stuff. And the other one orders for them, and the barista is what is a sensitive ponytail feminist guy. You know, like the kind of guy who's you know he's got the little bit of a scruffly beard. He's kind of growing in, and he's got the ponytail, and he's got a shirt that with like a feminist slogan, like "This is what a feminist looks like" kind of thing. A guy who's trying and bless his heart, you know, bless his heart for trying. We do appreciate when someone's trying to be an ally. They're not a monster. But he, it's like, he's the kind of guy that if you were like, hey, dude, that was really sexist. You'd be like, no, it wasn't. I'm not sexist. I wear a feminist shirt. So the (laughs) woman. I have a scrawny ponytail. (laughs) He says, it's beautiful day out there. And she's like, oh my God, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And, um. He's like, she was like, oh, yeah, we've never been here before. We're just visiting. And he says, oh, where are you from? She says, oh, we're from Miami. We're here um, for our investment firm um, looking to invest in a bunch of real estate. And he starts at, he does like a monologue of like eight minutes where he describes at length to her, um, he explains to her, not describes, but explains the real estate market in Boise and how the North End is the cool neighborhood, and that's where you want to live. And you don't want to buy anything on 17th Street. You know they're closing that. Don't let anybody trick you into buying on 17th Street. And, you know, Harrison's nice, but... It, and I'm like, it, wait, isn't that... Isn't that 17th? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. know. But then I was like... But she she's kind of just, like, staring at him. And he was like, the thing about buying in Boise, and goes into this whole long thing about the market in Boise and the ups and downs, and just, like, totally explaining real estate to her. And it was one of those times where you're like, she stood and politely smiled for like five minutes waiting for her coffee. Like, okay. Oh, good to know. Well, thanks for the info. And he just kept going, kept going. And I was like, you know, it's kind of a twofold thing there because she should have been like, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what I just said. We're investing in real estate. Like, we're not I'm not buying a, a a starter home. But also, she didn't come all the way from Miami to find out the nitty gritty deets from the dude who works at the <laughs> fucking coffee shop. Who, you know, whose expertise in, is in real estate, but his passion is coffee. That's why he's still here, probably, right? Like, that's probably He works it. in coffee for the t-shirts. For the, the t-shirts. No- <laughs> the novelty t-shirts. Because you can't wear a novelty t-shirt in There's real not estate. really a lot of other Until, jobs. Until, like, so, yeah. the higher, higher, uh, you know. Yeah. And still, you got to pair it with a blazer. You right. still got to blazer that shit. Right. She And she she didn't even... That's why I was like, this is, like, so female right now. Like, she didn't even look annoyed. She's just like... Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, oh he's, he's still going. And, like... But the best part was she and her friend were kept looking at each other and then, like, rolling their <laughs> eyes. And I was like, it's us! It's us! It's the Miami us! I should make friends with these women! And they would, like, look at each other and then... The one woman on the phone was goes, oh, my God, I wish you could hear this right now. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yes. Like, there is nothing that does more for my heart than hearing women shit talk men. Like, that that's my soul song. Is that, oh, my God. I wish you could hear this bullshit right now. Oh, except we all have, like, a million times. Oh, yeah. I could just I recreate it indefinitely. And then, and then when he was leaving, he was like, yeah, if you got any more questions, they're like walking out and he's like, calls after me. Hey, if you got any more questions, I'm around till four. Yeah. They're going to stop back by for more hot real estate tips. Doogie. I don't know his name, but I just assume it's Doogie for some reason. Oh, that's so sad. Anyway. I never come to this coffee shop because I've realized as I've gotten older that I've become more and more like my dad. 
which is if the streets are narrow in the neighborhood, I just avoid it. I I have that same thing, and that's one I, of the reasons I force myself to come down here and park and be like, stop it, stop. <laughs> and I don't do it in other cities. When I'm in a, like L.A. or New York, it doesn't bother me. But in Boise, I turn into a little old man. Yeah, I'm just like, there's and there's people but riding their bikes around, and the, you know, there's barely enough Strollers room for two and cars. Kids, and yeah. there's a lot of birds down yeah. here. The street I live on is wide. Mm-hmm. I like me a wide <laughs> boulevard. <laughs> First, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, when it was crazy snowy, this is, this was like the most embarrassing day of my life when it was really crazy snowy. First I picked up, I picked up a friend and we were going to go to coffee and I got my car stuck at his house in the snow and he had to dig dig me out. And then I came here, we parked and I got my car stuck in the parking lot here. And I was like, well, this, I I I didn't come back for three months. I get my, my car stuck today because I don't know what is the deal with this parking lot, but it's like hideously bad it's it's yeah it's, it's muddy and, and muddy and uneven listen they're real estate guys not coffee guys <laughs> not parking lot guys okay well i think we should tell people why we're here did we, did we it's said a special this is no skate? oh hi this is couples <laughs> hi welcome to couples skate. welcome to couple skate i'm emma i'm Pidge. and today's it's a special episode yeah, we wanted to do a, well, we didn't actually want to do a special episode. We forgot that when we were recording yeah. our last episode, which was supposed to be our special episode, to include the most important thing. We were to like, talk let's about. make a special episode. And then the whole time was, rah, 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 rah. and then afterward, like, oh, we didn't talk yeah. about the special part at all. Which is great. Which is that last year we. Um, Can I just say one more thing? Yeah, of course. I just want people to know when I'm talking about the guys monologuing. Like, it's not that I don't know that women aren't also very boring. Like I understand that for a lot of people listening to this podcast is like bloody ears. Okay. Yeah. But the difference is you cannot listen to this podcast. That's true. The dudes who monologue have like trapped you. Yeah. It's just like my boss who monologues all the time and, and bless his heart. He's like the nicest guy, but if you can believe it, I'm not really that interested in military jet engines (laughs) from the mid century. (laughs) <laughs> Although now, after having worked with him for a year and a half, I could tell you an awful lot. lot. Yeah, you know. But a lot. he will come and stand in the threshold, mm-hmm. which I only have one door in my office, and he will monologue. And I always feel like the monologue. There's something in particular about it that makes you trapped. Yeah, it makes you. It does make you feel very trapped because there's no way to get out of it without being blatantly rude, without interrupting, because yeah. it just keeps going on and, and on. And even when on. you try to be like, "Well, I should probably get back to work" or whatever, they just keep going, and mm. you're like, "Okay, well, I got a ton of stuff to do," and they're like, "Yeah, another thing about jet engines, though." Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I just think that like men don't get told they're boring. Mm-mm. And women do. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm boring. I know that I, like, I, I recognize when I see someone being like, and now I'm looking away. <laughs> and I'll be like, I should stop talking about bees. I'm being very boring. Yeah, and you you tend to surround yourself with people who uh, like your kind of boring. Yeah. So then it's, you know, that's fine. But not, not I don't know that, like, there's certain people like my mom, for instance. She she definitely monologues. She just prattles on. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know she's boring. She doesn't know she's boring. Yeah. So. That's my biggest fear, I think, is not knowing, like, it goes, not knowing I'm boring, sharks. <laughs> Gosh, that makes me wonder what Peeing my, my pants <laughs> on an airplane. Those are my three biggest fears. Those are terrible things. Although, I'm, I don't think I'm afraid of sharks at all. Because what are the, what's the situation... I'm not, I don't think I'm scared of sharks anymore. Forever, that was my biggest fear. And I wouldn't even swim in swimming pools as a kid Mm because I was so afraid of sharks. Um, I was scared of sharks in the bathtub because when I was a kid, there was this, 
like promo for a TV show where sharks came out of the drain. <laughs> That's and somehow yeah. I saw it. Which now, when I think about it, it must have been like um, like a joke show or like some kind of a like. I vaguely remember that too. Actually, now that you're saying like that. an airplane or that something. Was, I wonder what that was for. I don't know. Yeah. But it's terrified me. And so I remember, like, taking a bath and just, like, watching the drain. <laughs> I, see, I was afraid of it because of the goop in Ghostbusters. Oh. The green goop that came up, I know, which I didn't even see until I was, like, 12. <laughs> I think it's the second one. I was terrified of aliens. I was really worried about aliens. Like, coming from space? And... Yes. There was, a, there was a lot about aliens You're growing right. up when yeah. I was a kid. There that was, was a big thing. books about aliens. There was shows about aliens. Abduction. That, like, like Alien that was abduction. The, like, the, I, the anal probing. You know, like, people living in pods on another planet. Like, slime pods. I mean, it all sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were never going to be, like, aliens are bringing better things to us. Also, they have a sweet planet. Which is like Disneyland. Yeah. That could have been an option. <laughs> yeah. But instead it was like, they're here. They're probably going to infest touching your butts. brain. They're touching butts. Yeah. They're here and they're touching they're butts. They're probing your butt. So <laughs> why is that what somebody thinks? I've always, I've always wondered why that's like the go-to fear of, um, I think it's because mostly I think men are afraid of aliens. <laughs> Women are afraid of real shit. Like, well, I was totally... I mean, but that was when you were a kid. Yeah. I'd be mean, like, adult men are, like, obsessed with anal probing. Not not all, obviously. But, like, when I... I <laughs> you just, know what I'm afraid of? I've had so like many... crushing debt. <laughs> <laughs> I just had had so many very stoned conversations with comedians who are, like, very into either Bigfoot or oh, yeah, aliens. They're very obsessed with that. Especially when they're very stoned. And I've always been like, what's... is Does Bigfoot represent fathers like he was hoping he exists you just really fingers crossed you know <laughs> i got a dad out there somewhere yeah maybe even aliens too yeah it's just a, something or maybe aliens are like god yeah something better than you that exists out there and is gonna put stuff in your butt <laughs> like god you know <laughs> It's the God of my heart, personally. I don't know what you believe. Oh, my God. How amazing would it be to buy a church? There's a church for sale in my neighborhood. I've been thinking about this a lot. Buy a church, start a religion, and just have it be something like that. God's this great, amazing being, genderless, fucks butts. Like, that's all God's all about, fucking butts. Touching butts. I just butts. don't think that ever ends well. I The homemade religion. I feel like... I could. St- I would... All of a sudden, now you're wearing ankle length skirts. Yeah. Well, wearing your hair in a low bun. You know. No, because the men some would be some kind of Puritan. I think. Neckline. I think it's time for a female-led cult. Could and you work I'd be on like, the fashion? God told of the me cult? to fuck all your brothers. I don't know. It's God. <laughs> it's God's weird thing. He's like, bring your brothers into the fold. Fuck them all. You know, like that's. I think. Do time. you remember what was that cult down in Southern California where they all lived in the mansion? I was talking about the one from Netflix. Well, they probably made something Netflix about it, but it was like, I guess was probably in the early 2000s or something, and they all ended up killing themselves. Oh, yeah, those guys. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. I don't remember. The, the only thing that I remember about it was they show showed, like, I don't know, on, like, Dateline or whatever, um, the inside of their house, and then the dead bodies laying in the beds, and they all had on, like, white... Yeah, white... White... Um, like Velcro shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I totally. They're wearing like white, kind of linen y, like shirts and pants, and then white Velcro shoes. And I was like, 
that's your sign that this <laughs> is not going to end well. Anytime Velcro shoes. I think all cults start out like kind of with a cool idea of like, what if we all lived together, had a bunch of sex, and everybody can. <laughs> like right. it all sounds like, yeah, cook let's together. Let's cook together and hang out. Yeah. And like talk about life and shit and then it what always happens is the main dude gets an ego and starts being like what if i'm actually the voice of god and also i get everything i want like it's always one dude who ruins everything i want to be that dude i want to be the guy who starts a cool thing and then starts to get a little too you know starts smelling my own farts a little too hard and starts being all like you know you know would be really cool you guys um if you gave me all your money that's what God wants. I just feel like I'd be really, I'd be an excellent call later. Okay. Well, you try it out and give it a couple months and then let me know how it's going. No, you got to join. You're I'm my... not just going to join. <laughs> You're not on board. I have to. I'm not on board. I have to recruit Because you. first of all, you haven't described the uniform. This is what I'm saying. Mm. Like if you can convince me. You are, me... listen to me. You're my second in command. You design the uniforms. Girl, whatever you want them to look like, that's. If it's jammies and trench coats, oh my God, did we just start a jammies and trench coats cult <laughs> in this car? We did. Star earrings, jammies and trench coats. That's you know a lipstick what? required. You can't go oh, out. lipstick for sure required. Yeah, you can't go anywhere Do you know what lipstick. is cool about these um, earrings? Everything. Is that they were um, made in a prison by a prisoner. Oh. Yeah. That is cool. They're gorgeous. I well, really love they're them. they're sort of silly. They're, they're pink beaded stars. Yeah. But I um, got them as a gift when somebody went and visited the prison gift shop. Oh, I really like that. <laughs> I didn't know there was a gift shop. I want to go now. Yeah, well, this one is in Arizona. Oh. It's like, yeah, it's a... Uh, actually, I got also something else there, which was a... Um, I have a pillow that has a pass or a pencil drawing of two dogs on it. And it says Mutt and Jeff. And it's like hand-drawn by a prisoner. Oh. These two dogs oh. on a pillow. I like that. Yeah. Oh. Might I recommend? That's my recommendation for the day. So if you can find a prison gift shop, yeah, get yourself some crafts. Yeah, absolutely. Those are cool earrings. They're very one of a kind too. Well, maybe not. I didn't go to the gift shop. There might have been a lot of pairs They're to just choose this. from. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. Well, so let's, let's talk about let's this. Is supposed to be a mini cast. Never um, is because we're sitting here in a car. It's quite quite, it's quite warm. warm. I'll uh, see if I can find the keys so I can roll down the window. Can't okay. make any promises. So, okay. So, last year, um, we discussed uh, this very special day, which we're trying to... Um, we're making it a holiday. We're making it a holiday. It's the first, um, it's the first official action by the cult is, <laughs> is declaring this a holiday. Which is May 1st. The holiday is May 1st. So, I'm hoping that we can get this posted on or around May 1st. Because um, there's a wonderful saying, hooray, hooray, the first of May outdoor fucking starts today. Yep. My mom calls me every year. Yes. I call Melanie Pimpavo every year because we heard it at the James Taylor concert when we were oh my God, that's from like 13. We bonded over this before. I love that we were both there. <laughs> we were there. all at the James yeah, we Taylor all concert. There. Not together, but together in spirit. Yeah. Um, and then we decided to tag on May 1st, which is outdoor fucking starts today. Throw away your old underwear day. It needs, yeah, it needs to rhyme, though. Take your old panties, throw them away. I think Something. you were supposed to work on that. And... I had a year, and I didn't. <laughs> I did not. You know what? I'm going to need a little just more time. But old panties, because I would like to encourage. Bras. Yes. And socks. I decided maybe it's and just dudes. undergarments. 
Yeah, yeah and dudes. dudes. Throw away your... F- dudes are worse. Yeah, Maybe not worse. worse. Probably worse. But for sure, I have been with a dude, and when he takes his pants off, there's, like, holes in his underwear to the point where his balls are just out. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hanging so everybody, everybody th- go th- May 1st, go through your drawer... And that you know way, what I you'll be ready do. for outdoor fucking. I won't be here May, May 1st. Oh, no, I will be here May 1st. Okay, I will be. I wanted to make a special podcast where we brought a few pairs of underwear and told the stories behind them because I have underwear from, like, 2002 that I don't even wear. I just have it because it's very hard for me to get rid of perfectly. You can't donate it. It's not like a sweater where you're like, I wore these, this twice and then whatever. It sells life in it. Underwear, you're like, this was expensive underwear. Underwear is very spendy. Mm-hmm. And... You can't, but you can't donate it. It's gross. Although my mother bought us used underwear all through my childhood. Right. From the Goodwill, so. Right. Well, I have a bra and panty set that I I haven't thrown away because, um, like, 10 years ago, I was wearing it and was dating this new guy, and I, you know, took my clothes off, and he's like, oh, my God, how did you keep them together all this time? Like, because they were matching? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean, all this time? Yeah, what does <laughs> like, that mean? Like, you're just assuming that this is, like, super old? You're like, these are not, these are brand, these are my grandma's. This, is, this has been handed down. How'd you keep those together all this time? Like, what does that mean? I finally, after we made the last podcast, it's so See, like, I told you. Oh, my God, everybody. Yep, day. bunch of people coming in oh, and rolling in and jamming. Oh, cat hair on her fucking yoga pants. Oh, they but... are, they are cat haired. Could be dog hair. You don't know. That's cat hair. (laughs) For sure, that's cat hair. Those people have many cats. Many, 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 many cats. That guy, you know how that guy definitely has cats because he also hasn't committed to having a haircut in like three months. That says cats to me. He's to, yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm not, you know what? I'm just in between. I'm I'm just just a huge slob. And my girlfriend's also a huge slob. Well, at least that. It's it's always worse for me when you see someone who's like keeping it tight and then just dragging some board some dude after her like he's going to he he's got big plans. He's got good good ideas and you're like let it cut him loose. <laughs> cut him loose. <laughs> um I the last time we had this conversation, I finally went through and I got rid of a bunch of stuff. I remember, yeah. And I had bras from when I was breastfeeding. Wow. When I had double Ds. And I couldn't, like, they, but they were expensive and they were new bras. And apparently some part of my brain's like, well, who knows when you'll have double Ds again. Don't get rid of those. Like, you could get big tits at any moment. They might just come in. I finally got rid of those. And now I have, and now I have, like, a normal person number of bras. Like, 42. You know, like, regular <laughs> amount of bras. I have so many bras. And I like none of them. Yeah. I'm really at a bra dissatisfaction level right now. And yeah. you know what's been happening to me? Which I feel like must be a sign of aging, which is like by the time I get home from work, my bra feels so tight. Yeah. It's like, it's like constricting me. Like I put it on, you know, in the morning before I go to work and then something happens where I swell up or I bloat up (laughs) and I feel like I'm going to explode out of my bra. Have you done the proper fitting thing where they go and they fit you? I think I need to do it again. That's what I, I think that's part of the problem is that like my body shape has changed enough now that I'm 40 Mm -hmm. that you need to go and get proper. Yeah. But it fits in the morning just fine. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have, excuse me. I have to get this off now. Yeah. I'm getting to the point where I've I've been like, at what age are you just going to accept that you don't need a bra, Arnold? Like, 
every once in a while, I'll be like, I'll go, I'll be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing bras anymore. I don't have boobs. I don't need support. There's nothing there. <laughs> All there is is a little underwire and a padding to give the hint of maybe I have breasts. And I'll give up and I'll, for like eight months, be like, fuck it. And just not like either wear like little bras like this, you know, like the little cloth bras or no bra and just like a tank top. And then it's like slowly the patriarchy sinks back into me and I'm totally like, but I really want to look like I have tits too. And I go back to buying bras. I just, I want to hit the age where I finally am like, I don't wear bras forever. And I just, you should, you should come through and you should take all my bras. You should get rid of them all. Throw them away. See, my problem is that they don't make cute bras for big boobs. Mm -mm. They only make the most hideous matronly, like off tan bras. So what happens is inevitably I see a cute bra that's in my size and it's like hot pink with lace and beading and a little bow and you know it's not the kind of bra that you have any kind of outfit for yeah you know you can see it it under everything everything. so like what you really need is the big tan bra with wide straps (laughs) but you won't buy it yeah because it's so fucking ugly and it makes you feel so old and fat but you can't wear that pink bra yeah you know like it just it just isn't it doesn't work (laughs) So I, I've got like fifty of those accessory bras yeah, I that are really cute. If you just want to like put it on, put something like a cute nighty on, and then have somebody take it off of you. Yeah, it's I a have bra so to many be of taken those. Off. Oh my god, I was I was actually yesterday when I was kind of going through um, some underwear. I was like, I own so much lingerie, so much lingerie, but like. I like how, how do I have a lingerie lifestyle? No, no, I do not. No, I do not have a lingerie (laughs) lifestyle. No, I do not. If and and I feel like, like Dylan and I have hit a point, like we've been together five years. We have six kids. We're so tired that even if the few times I've like put something on, he's like, I'll come out and he's like, I made you nachos. And then he falls asleep. (laughs) You know, like we're kind of past. I just feel like you, when you've seen someone naked enough times, even being like, oh, garters and stockings, they're still like, it's still the same body in garters and stockings, you know? I mean, I still wear that stuff once in a while, but, like, I have so much of it. And it, and I should just get rid of it or do something with it. Give it to one of my burlesque friends or something. Because because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, what am I, what right, am I, I doing like with all this? Like, one good, sexy Right, yeah, that's what outfit. I mean. I have a whole one drawer that is all sexy time stuff. It's an entire drawer. Not of underwear, but sexy time stuff. Right. Which I have I have not worn. Right. Like, I have one one kind of go-to sl- slinky outfit. But other than that, you know, who's got the time? <laughs> also, I cannot. I am almost 37. I cannot figure out garters and thigh highs. I need, like, a, a class. Every time, you know, you're like, your man's waiting on the bed for you, and you're like, here I come. And then I'm in there for, like, another 20 minutes trying to get my fucking garters on. Like, I don't understand them. You, do you squunch it? Do you scrunch the thigh high? Do you keep it? I don't know. And so I always just come out with them tucked in my thigh highs, like, well, here we go. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's get these off before anybody notices. Let's just get these off. These are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've decided I just like the little kind of slinky nighty. The slinky nighty? Yeah, because if nothing happens, I can still wear it to bed and sleep in. Yeah. You know, I throw a robe on over it. I have a couple of those. Like, I like all the stuff. Like, I got the corsets and I got the, the boots and I got all the stuff. But, like, 
I don't know. There's just maybe this is honestly part of what it is. It's very we have a basement bedroom, Mm -hmm. you know, it's down all the way in the basement and like the kids are upstairs. So there's a there's separation there. But when it's like, all right, it's 9 p.m., the kids are in bed. Like, it's very hard to get dressed up in the full gear. Right. Knowing that at any time someone's going to come and be like, right. can I have some water? Yeah, you can get yourself water. Okay. You know, like, it's hard to, like, step into a bunch of a bunch of straps and ties right. and shit, knowing that, like, most likely someone's going to be like, oh, I'm scared. And you're going to have to take everything off and go up and console somebody. Come back down. Try to get those fucking garters back on. Just takes all the romance out of it. That's why. That's why people have affairs. You know. I think honestly, we were talking about this when we got in the car because we, when we got in the car, I was like, "This is like we're having an affair. We're sitting in a car together, all like illicit and like I only have a half hour, but I just needed to see your face. Like this. This is my romance right now. If we were having an affair, I would have worn something different. Me too. Oh God, I wouldn't have smoothie all over my shirt. I'd have brought it. It might involve thigh highs. Although I was almost gonna. Take- I am wearing a trench coat, but I do have clothes on underneath it. I, that's true. Yeah, it's not, woo, easy access. Yeah, you left it very difficult access. Um, I was, earlier today, I wanted to take a picture. I still might do it because when I have, and this, you don't count because we're like besties and, um, you know, we just show up in our jams and stuff all the time. But like when I have a meeting with a guy, I show up, like I have two meetings with dudes. This is how I show up. Like my shirt is all wrinkled. I'm covered in smoothie. I didn't comb my hair and I'm just like, eh. When I have a meeting with a woman, I fucking bring it. Like, I get totally, like, blazered up and, like, well, do my thanks. hair. Jeez. Well, no, because this isn't business. If this was business, oh, I would have... this is pr- business. <laughs> this is the most business you're going to no. do all day. FYI. I thought it was very... Prof- I thought it was a personal relationship. But you know what? That's never on mix, me. Isn't it? For never mix friendship with... Never... With business? Oh, my God. You're right. This is oh, not business. it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> we mixed business. Oh, God. This is a pleasure. There's gum on my high heel too. Oh Jesus fuck! And you're in my car. No, it's old gum. <laughs> it's really old gum. I have to go to Denver tomorrow. Um, I'm doing some shows there, and I'm doing on Saturday. I get to perform comedy at the Hotel from the Shining. Wow, pretty fun. Are you gonna be creeped out about that? No. What does Calvin think? He's super excited. He was like, "Take lots of pictures." Um, the wild thing was is me and Calvin and Henry were watching The Shining. Okay, and Arthur, fuck off, okay? I didn't remember how scary it was. I really, we were, they wanted to watch it because it popped up on Netflix a few times. And I hadn't seen it since I was a teenager. And I didn't remember, and I was like, well, it was scary then. But, like, stuff doesn't hold up. It's so fucking scary. And I kept trying to turn it off, and the kids were like, no! And they wouldn't let me turn it off. And I was like, this is too scary for Arthur. And Arthur was like, it's not too scary. Um, but it was very and scary. And he's had permanent nightmare since? No. <laughs> Honestly, they... I just think kids are different today. Like, the stuff that you're like, like, oh, blood in an elevator. They were like, oh, that's pretty funny. And I was like, it's not funny. It's very scary. They liked it. They thought it was a good movie. But we were watching it, and Dana called me to see if I could open for him. At, like, and he was like, do you want to come do a, um, a show at the Hotel from the Shining? And I was like, we're watching a movie right now. And wow, Calvin was like, weird. Yeah, well, that's really cool. Can people still get tickets? Yes. But they'd have to drive to Estes Park. Colorado. Well, we probably have some listeners in Colorado. Totally. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say we, do. we have Ooh. at least two listeners. No, we do because the last time I was in Denver, um, a lot of people were like um, hassling me because we hadn't put out a couple skate in a long time. And actually the cutest dude, I can't remember his name right now, but he and his wife were like, they grabbed me and they're like, we're huge fans of couple skate. Tell Pidgeley, said hello. And then they <laughs> ran away and I was like, oh, that was so cute. They were super cute. 
So we have we have Denver. I have some I have some people in Denver. Actually. Yeah, you've done Denver quite a bit. Yeah, I like Denver. Yeah, I like Denver a lot. It'd probably nicer weather than it is here, which is how Denver always is. And I'm always like, oh, it's a big mountainous. Yeah. Um, should be like, you know, snow on the ground all the time, like twenty four seven. But it's always beautiful there. The last time I was there, it um, Dylan got snowed in with the kids here in Boise. And it was, like, sunny and 45. Yeah. And, like, gorgeous down there, so. Yeah. The other thing that I love about Denver is right downtown, they have this um, fur store. I forget what it's called. It's, like, Overland Sheepskin or something. You're a fur girl? Are you do fur? <clears throat> oh, I wear fur. I mostly, <laughs> oh, to be honest, I mostly wear vintage fur because that's all I can afford. Well, I I don't know. I don't have... I'm not anti-fur. I don't wear fur because I don't want people to be mad at me, but I'm not You know what? I'll tell you, they're not. With fur. They're not. Nobody I've never had... No, it's I've not never, the 80s. Well, we live in Idaho. Oh, that's true. So people are like, yeah, did you shoot that yourself? And you're like, I raised it and killed it. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I don't like I don't like the mink. I always felt like raising and killing mink just to, for the mink is maybe yeah, kind of well, gross. Yeah, well, also, but... I would say that mink is um, not one of the better furs. Like, have you ever felt beaver? Yeah. But I don't want people to kill beavers. I like beavers. Well, but if you get a vintage beaver, it's, it's been dead for dead. a long time. Yeah, it's so it's actually, like, good for the environment to reuse, right? Yeah, you're just right? recycling that shit. <laughs> fox. I have a beautiful... Oh, I don't think I could wear a fox either. <laughs> See, okay, apparently I'm okay with stuff as long as it's a, an ugly animal. I'm like, yeah, all right. Like what? Like a cow coat or something? Yeah. Well, because a cow, I'm like, well, you also ate that cow. But a beaver, I'm like, I don't know. You didn't really do anything with that beaver other than use its skin. It's a good use for a I, beaver. I don't know. I concerned. guess I have a quandary about that. But I like beavers and foxes. Well, I do too. But, but like, I don't know. What else do you make coats out of? Rabbits? Fuck rabbits. Fuck rabbits. Fuck rabbits. Also, that's make a as many... low quality fur. If you um, get a rabbit coat, it'll just immediately just start, start I to hate, disintegrate. I hate rabbits. I hate them. We raised rabbits when I was a kid, and they're not nice animals. They're, no, they're terrible. They're very aggressive and kind of vicious. I'll tell you the softest thing that I have that is my favorite is, and get ready to be super horrified, but to be fair, this uh, piece that I have, (laughs) yeah, it's basically, it's seal. Oh. So I have a seal cape that's from like the early 1900s. It's the softest, most wonderful feeling thing. It's a hundred years old. Give me a break. Okay. That's like, I'm not like go club a seal right now. I'm yeah. just saying that I can see why somebody would make a cape say for the opera. That seems, I mean, it's a hundred <laughs> years old at that point you have to, um, I have, I have a friend who wears a ton of fur and anytime anybody goes, is that real? She goes, no, of course not. <laughs> oh my God. What am I a monster? But it's all the vintage. Is, it's all vintage. Yeah. So she's and also like, fur is the warmest thing you can wear. Like everybody's yeah, wearing true. their like puffy coats, Patagonia, which I'm assuming is worse for the environment than anything that I'm wearing. That's a hundred years they old. They have to kill so many baby otters to make that Patagonia. Yeah. Like they stuff it full of baby otters. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. But you can wear all that stuff, but then the minute you put on... Okay, I have <clears throat> a work mink, which is just one of those little things that goes over your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And when I get cold at work, I just throw on that little... Oh my God, you are so that classy. Little, <laughs> you know what? When I get cold so at work, I just warm. throw on my work mink. So I would, as you were saying that, I'm like, is work mink a kind of <laughs> mink? Is that like a like a species of mink a work mink no it's just the mink you keep at work because you're the classiest bitch ever <laughs> well i had a former co-worker and it belonged to his mother and he's like you're the only person i know that would actually wear this and i'm like not only am i the only person that will wear this i'm gonna fucking wear it at work 
Yeah. And I do because my office is drafty. And you put that on, you're just like, oh, I'm just cozy now. Work me. Work me. Yeah. And it breathes so you're not like stinking with, you know, like weird artificial human made things. I always I don't, stink when I wear those. I don't, I don't own any fur. When we were growing up, we had um, wobbies. I don't know what that is. Um, which are rabbit skins, which mm-hmm. was were like a like a wooby, but oh, they're but yeah. they're wobbies, and um, that's like what my brothers would comfort with. Like they had like a rabbit fur that they would like rub on their cheeks, and I remember kind of later being like, that's maybe that's a little weird. <laughs> like having a dead animal felt that this like your comforter, you know, you're like rubbing on your cheek like this dead rabbit makes me feel so much better. So I don't know. It's a very Idaho thing to have, at least. <laughs> I'm very comforted by fur. I think that's not weird at all. Well, good. <laughs> well, I should probably go do work things. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go to the gym now on my personal day. Personal is everybody day? at this coffee shop have a beard? Everybody. It's a everybody. requirement. Yeah. It's a requirement. Okay, cool. Everybody is very bearded. Very bearded today. These are the kind of people that like narrow streets. Narrow streets, and everybody here always ma- looks like they're just about to make you start mountain biking. Like, yeah. they're just about to be, like, drag you into to the mountain bike cult. And we like, better this is get what out. Let's get the fuck out of here, Jocelyn. <laughs> you take your work, me, and you go. All right. All right. Thanks All for right. having a time. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.